Hello and welcome to the ME7 podcast. It's out at round three for the duels as they go down 4-0 to Premier League Sheffield United this afternoon. Yeah, um, it wasn't it wasn't a tie that um, is going to be certainly written down in the in the history books for for the duels and and certainly wasn't one that um, duels really compared to previous years against um, I suppose Leicester even Leicester last year Cardiff um, and, and we go right back for from from years gone by. Um, we didn't really give it a good go this afternoon, did we? I, I've seen a few a few comments suggest otherwise, but in my opinion, I don't think we gave it a good go at all. Um, yeah, obviously, before we do start tonight's podcast, a massive, massive thank you. You might have seen the announcement um, yesterday afternoon. We announced that we are being sponsored by Belleville for the uh, for the rest of this season and all of next season. So the sponsorship will be ending in twenty four twenty five. Um, well, that's how, like, how long the uh, how long the, the the deal is for, at least. Anyway, so a massive, massive thank you to um, to Belleville, Max, um, Max and Damien from Belleville. A massive thank you to them in their belief, um, and of course, um, yeah, please, please do go and give them support as well. There will be competitions running um, from from between us and and them for the for the remainder of the season. Obviously, um, yeah. Give them loads of support. So we are joined by Matt Olsen this evening and um, Noah Snyder from from Sheffield United. He, I know he spoke last night, um, so Noah's going to give his opinion from from the Sheffield United camp on on, on today's game. Um, we'll come to you, Matt, first from from the Jill's point of view. What did you make of this afternoon? Ah, oh, what could have been? Oh, is you know what? Um, I think. There were moments in the game where I generally believe, you know, we had Sheffield United a bit worried. There was a few Ollie Hawkins headers. Um, the goal that Dom Jeffrey scored in the first half should never have been ruled off for offside. I've seen a replay of it. Uh, Hawkins drops back before the ball was played. You know, you go in at half-time at one or it could be a different story. But, look, ultimately... Sheffield United are a Premier League team. They have got Premier League quality players and I think they ran right. I I do think the scoreline does flatter them slightly. Uh, The third goal was such a poor goal, just obviously miscommunication between Shad and... um, uh, Shad and... uh, uh, Also, it was Maloney, wasn't it, at the back? Oh, Maloney, was was it Maloney? Yeah, at the back. Um, Jake can be, you know, can you know, hold his hands up and say, you know, he was poor for the first goal, laying it in his near post. Um, I think uh, Shea was was probably at fault for the second goal, not quick enough to react. Uh, you know, expected a shot from outside the box. You, you know, the goalkeeper's either going to save it, and but if he's going to parry it away from that kind of range, you know, it's going to fall into the danger area and he just sort of didn't really react. But, you know, you, you can see those goals in League 2, you'll be absolutely fuming, but look, a Premier League team comes down, you expect them to kind of turn on the show. And and they did. Um, look, it, it's a game of has-beens, you know, we, we, uh, what's and ifs and all that. So, you know, we, we should have had about four penalties for, you know, the amount of handfuls of shirts that these players, uh, these Premier League players had. And yet, 
the ref turns a blind eye to it and gives a couple of very poor decisions for holding from us. But whenever it came to Sheffield United in the penalty box, no, no, I haven't seen a thing, even if it's right in front of his face. But look, what do we? Are we ever going to win the FA Cup in League Two? No. Do Sheffield United have a chance? Yes. Do they want to potentially go on and win it? Probably yes. If we had got, what we would have wanted is potentially a draw against Man United or Arsenal or even a mate. So United would have been a great tie if we had gone through, but we were never going to win the cup. Let's concentrate on the league. Well done, Sheffield United. What could have been though if the referee had actually decided to uh, put that whistle in his lips? Yeah, Noah, good evening, mate. Um, obviously, you're from a, a Sheffield United point of view. What what did you make on, on today's um, today's game? Well, I, I think it was a little bit closer than the scoreline showed. Um, yeah, I think the scoreline flattered us a little bit. But um, at the same time, I thought we were clinical with our goals. And, um, you know, Asula really showed his class today. Um, I, I thought that first goal was really, really well taken from him. Uh, and, um, you know, yeah, I, I agree that, that that third goal was very, very lucky. Um, you know, through to McAtee from from Ollie Norwood wasn't a very good ball, and it was just by the grace of a miscommunication that he was able to find it and and, and put it in the back of the net. The fourth was, I, I mean, just a thing of beauty from my my perspective, from a Sheffield United perspective. Um, short corner taken, little one two uh, between Hamer and Maka, and um, yeah, uh, really, really fantastic. Um, but with that with that being said, um, you know, I I think that uh Amer uh and um uh big lad um Hawkins uh I, I thought they were your best players um really Amer should have had that goal uh on the on the header from the corner or was it a free kick I can't I can't remember um and you know Hawkins I thought gave us a little bit of trouble especially in in that first half you know that ball goes into the back of the net it's 2-1 um and it's a completely different tie. But, you know, at the same time, um, I thought we, you know, turned it on in the last 15, 20 and, uh, you know, just put you guys to bed. But still, I think it's 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 an effort that you, you can um, still hold your heads up about, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think, Noah, that um, I, I've seen obviously a few comments on here tonight that we um, we didn't really lay a glove on you for for much of the afternoon do you think from your perspective then it was more a case of Sheffield United were were very good rather than rather than Gillingham being being poor from from your point of view I I mean I I wouldn't say that you didn't lay a glove on us I mean we're, we're horrible on 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 balls crossed from the left and right um and you know I mean it's just by the grace of a few lucky bounces that you didn't get at least one today but i also thought that we were you know very good in in kind of a uh you know we gave our our team predictions yesterday um and it was sort of a makeshift back line you know luke thomas and family sariki had not really played a lot of football in the last month or so um and it was a surprise seeing norrington davies kind of taking that uh you know center back role because he plays mostly on the left so um you know, I yeah, I thought we were good, um, but I don't think the Jills were terrible. You know, 
I, I, I really don't think you, you played a terrible game against better competition, really. Yeah, Matt, obviously no one does mention about the Sheffield United team, but obviously um, <clears throat> we, looked at, we looked at our team and um, it was obviously unchanged. Um, yeah, were, were you surprised that, that that Clements didn't didn't try something different, or 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 what was you sort of expecting that from from our point of view? Again, I did a classic Matt and forgot to unmute myself. Um, yeah, look, I I I, I thought he might mix up. Um, a few players. Um, I, I thought Jaden Clark might have come in from the start just because of again his pace would have, was quite good. I, I, I yeah, I'm glad obviously like Ollie Hawkins was uh, was kept in. Um, I've never seen a Premier League defence so terrified of a League Two defender because I, I, again, I think Jules stats and facts is on. I'm sure you'll be able to get something up for me, but. I think Ollie Hawkins won pretty much every single header that went over to him, and it literally resulted in uh, the Sheffield United, you know, defenders having to quite literally manhandle him to try and get anything out of him. It was, you know, it, it was great. Uh, I, you know, I just say I didn't expect a few changes. It was nice to see, obviously, um, uh, Sean Williams on the bench. Uh, I think we all thought potentially uh, Johnny Williams was going to be at least on the bench, uh, seeing as he did a few media interviews, but obviously he wasn't. But no, I mean, going unchanged, um, you know, we, we were never going to be able to play the same way we did against Colchester United last week. It was always going to be slightly different. We were always going to be on the back foot, but I did expect a few changes, but I, you know, same formation uh, was screaming out to me all, all along. Alex, good evening, mate. Um, we'll get, We'll have your opinion then on on the Jill's performance. Um, yeah, give us give us your assessment of today's game. Yeah, good evening, boys. Um, you know what? I think first half we was okay. Um, I think we we stood up. Yeah, they were two 0 up, but I think that oh, I said I said to Beth at half time, well, we're still in this. We can still get this. And I think if Amos header goes in, we're having a very different conversation to the one we're having now. Um, we just. I don't want to say we fell apart. There was just a couple of stupid errors, but it it's kind of it is what it is. Now we move on from it. I'm not I'm not really annoyed or disappointed. I think they've done themselves proud for let's say sixty minutes of the game and and switched off at the end. Yeah, we got the red off of red off of Sheffield joined us as well. Good evening, mate. Um, yeah, obviously Noah's Noah's spoke. So yeah, give us your assessment of. Today's game from a Sheffield point of view. Um, what I would say is we went up 2 0. Uh, probably looked, I was honestly, honestly, and I'll say this from a Sheffield United perspective, I was hoping to God you guys got back in it. Um, the header that got saved was unfortunate because I thought that was going to be that was going to make it 2 1. And the game is going to be on because if if you guys would have got a goal, I thought you guys would have went on to win it. We when we went two nil up, I think we just put it in first gear and we're just cr- kind of cruising. Um, as Noah did say, Hawkins was your best player, and there was a small part of me that was rooting for Jills to to get back into the game so we could have a proper FA Cup tie um 
but I don't think we played great. I think we played okay. I'd give us a solid six out of ten, maybe six point three, because rookie scores are sick are are round numbers. But I I just don't. It, it's. I, I think the scoreline at the end of the day is going to flatter us and be like, oh, my God, Sheffield United ran out the floor no winners. Oh, they must have uh, controlled the game. No, I think Jills were in the game for 60, 65 minutes. And as the guy that spoke before me said, if if, if the header goes in, it's probably a, 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 a different tie. Um, just I think we're a shit side. It doesn't matter. I mean, this is gonna this is gonna rouse up the the Sheffield United fans. Oh my God, the season's back on. We're gonna we're gonna stave off relegation. No, we're still going down. We'll be down by the last week of February. We still suck. We're still terrible. Um, but it 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 was it was a result that that I've. I guess I've been waiting for or hoping for for the better part of a month. I mean, just a win. I mean, I think this is two wins out of 17 games for Sheffield United. This will probably be the last the last win for maybe the next three or four months, I would imagine, because we'll probably get drawn against some Premier League side that will smash us four or five nil, and then we'll be out of the cup and we won't win a league game for the next two months. So, um, all credit to Jills. I was definitely hoping you guys did get a a goal to make it an interesting cup tie and an interesting finish. But it was all for naught, and Sheffield United run out 4-0. Don't feel like you got battered by a, a Premier League team because that is the last thing you did. I thought it was going to finish 2-0 for a good majority of the second half, and then we got – as Noah said, the, the third goal was lucky by McAtee, and the fourth one was he pulled a rabbit out of his ass and had a, a good goal. But um, all credit to you guys. It was a uh, a loud priest field, a sold-out priest field. They showed the American owner a couple of times, which which was uh, pretty cool. Um, and all the best in, in League Two, and hopefully you guys can make it into the playoffs. Nice one. There you go. Look, if all Jules fans could be as positive as that about their own team, we wouldn't be. Able, we wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> You've made us feel a whole lot better about about Jules tonight, um, Matt. I think it comes. I think the point that's being made there, though, is that um, is that obviously about the uh, about trying to get a goal to the grandstand finish. Um, I still think the problems are there that remain, isn't it? Is that the fact of, as well as as great as as Hawkins is a threat, um, we just have not got that that goal scorer or that cutting edge to to put these chances away. And and obviously, I think if we look at the if we look at the chances throughout the afternoon, and obviously, I think Hawkins as as a couple. Um, uh, obviously, I think there's one that's um, disallowed from a knockdown, and Jeffries hits it in the back of the net. Obviously, Hawkins has <laughs> a, a couple of headers saved. Um, we obviously have the aimer chance, um, but it comes down to that problem, doesn't it? That we have week in, week out in League Two, where 
yeah, we can't we can't stick the ball in the back of the net. Well, we, no, hang on, we did stick the ball in the back of the net. It was ruled off for offside, but actually, yeah, it was, you know what I mean. No, you know no, what I mean. no, no, but but no, no. What I'm trying to say is, it was a hundred percent a genuine. If we if we had VAR, that would have been given as a goal. Plus, we would have had about twelve penalties, so it might have ended for rule. Where are you finding these twelve penalties from? I've not seen one penalty all afternoon. <laughs> do you know? Do you, do you know what? There, there was honestly, I've seen a few. Uh, one of my mates has put up a few clips. I'll, I'll repost them in a bit. But there were so many images of literally handful where Sheffield United players have got handfuls of player shirts in the box. Where uh, Ollie Hawkins header, where um, uh, no, I think it was a deflected header. It went out for another corner, if I remember, but. You actually watch the Sheffield United player and he's got two handfuls of Ollie Hawkins' shirt and yet Ollie Hawkins is still managing to outmuscle him. I've just got to say, but look, I, I'm not going to say our, our, you know, our, our season, it does definitely hang on us getting, I believe, a striker in this window that is going to put, manage to put the ball in the back of the net because at the moment, four of our strikers that we've got they're all going through, you know, a lack of confidence. None of them are able to put the ball in the net. Ollie Hawkins, for whatever, you know, obviously has been out for the majority of the season. This is what his second or third game back playing. You know, it's going to come. You look at the chances he's had today. Yeah, it's going to come to him eventually. But is he going to be able to single-handedly, you know, get us into the play, you know, into the playoffs? I don't think he is. Um, you know, there's been rumours of, of names flying about, but. Whoever, whoever it is, I don't care who it is, whoever it is, we need them to come in and hit the ground running. That's the key thing, because if we want to realistically get out of this league this season, we need somebody who's going to come in with confidence, be able to put the ball in the back of the net, us be able to find him with every cross that we put into him, getting those little knockdowns and, and, and everything, you know, that, that will get us out of this league this season. Otherwise, it will be another season in League 2, I believe. Yeah, Alex, from your from your perspective um i i feel compared to other cup ties where you look at the cup ties that we've played certainly recently across across the years where obviously even the league cup ties where you look at obviously the Leicester the Leicester cup tie in the FA cup we look at the the Southampton cup tie we look at the Cardiff cup tie i just didn't feel there was that type of energy from Jill's today i know we're obviously look at the, the ifs and maybes and the chances and whatever else. But I, I just feel like compared to other cup ties we've seen down recent years at Priestfield, I just don't feel there was that same sort of belief from the Jills team this afternoon. I'm, I'm not going to make many friends when I say this, but I think that partly comes from us as fans. And us, I've said it a million times leading up to this game that this isn't a free hit. Sheffield United aren't, a, they're a Premier League side, but everyone seems to get hung up on the fact that, you know, we were playing them in the league a couple of years ago, you know, it's Sheffield United, they're not a Premier League side, they are a Premier League side, they've got Premier League players, and we kind of had this, this confidence about us, which is going to breed onto the players, it does. And I think that confidence maybe was our undoing today, because we just, I think we'd, we, those, the Southampton game, for example, we went into that early in the season and everyone went, they're going to tear us apart. They've made 300 passes in the last two games. Something like that, right? And they didn't because we went in there with, if it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off. There was almost an expectation today, which there definitely shouldn't have been. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Matt, I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, I see that. I see that that side of it. I think, I think for me, um, it comes down to those defensive mistakes, doesn't it? Is that Clements has said it himself in his press conference after the game that he'd be absolutely fuming if those mistakes happened in League Two. Regardless of whether those mistakes happen in League Two or against Sheffield United, those mistakes shouldn't be happening defensively. And is that where we are letting ourselves down at the moment? It's just, in general, I know defensively for me, I think we certainly since we've gone to the back five, we've been brilliant. But it's those it's those individual errors at the moment, isn't it? Is that that's costing us in in games? Yeah, yeah, it is. And when you look at our defensive record this actual season, we've you know, in fact, all of last year, I think as well. I think we had, you know, one of the highest clean sheets in the in the, all the leagues combined. It, you know, defensively we were pretty solid, but those odd little mistakes that happen that you know cost us. Obviously, when we can't score, well, you know, at the other end, the best we can hope is, you know, try and keep a clean sheet, try and nick a goal, and get three points. At the moment, though, I mean, against Sheffield United, I think. You know, up till what was it, the 70th minute or, or whatever, you know, when it was still 2 0, had we nicked another goal, you know, who knows, then the atmosphere might have changed, things might have happened for us, and, and you know, we might have gone on. But when it comes to the league form, yeah, those silly mistakes that do cost us, with the lack of a striker at the top end of the pitch that's able to put the ball in the back of the net, we're struggling. We are really going to struggle. And, Look, the, the the mistakes that happened today, yeah, we would be fuming if they happened in the league. But look, they've happened in a come on, let's be honest, a meaningless game. Yeah, you know, we have said we were never going to win the FA Cup. Yeah, we might have got a good draw out of it, but who knows? We might have also got a crappy draw out of it. So, look, we move on. Let's just hope we can. You know, with these mistakes have happened in this game, and they're not going to happen again for the rest of the season. We can just move on. But we have been pretty good defensively, so. Let's just hope this is just a little blip in the road. Yeah, obviously, uh, Red Off Sheffield, we'll bring you back in. Um, yeah, obviously, from from a from a Sheffield point of view, um, like you said, you 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 expect yourselves to go down this year. Is it is it is it a case of you're wanting a cup run and and you'd like yourself to you'd like to see how far you can get in certainly the FA Cup this year. I'd say, yeah. Um, well, it, it's hard to mirror what we had last year at the Cup semifinal against Mancetai and their uh, Saudi money, which we stood no chance. It would have been nice to have Man City play Man United and, and us play Brighton for a chance to go to the final in, in Wembley. But, <clears throat> I mean, we have nothing left to play for. I mean, we have an a FA Cup fourth round draw on Monday to see who we play. Hopefully, we get drawn against. Uh, I'd like to go away at Maidstone United. I mean, hell, Middlesbrough playing Aston Villa right now, and and our rivals Sheffield Wednesday are are beating Cardiff. Is there a Steel City derby on the cards for for a draw in the the FA Cup fourth round? Who knows? I just don't want to get knocked out because then it it, it makes the rest of the season we have nothing to play for. What are we going to do? Rudderless, prop up the table in the Premier League for what do we have? Eighteen games, nineteen games left in the season. Nah, I don't want to be down there. I want to have a little bit of hope where we can get maybe drawn against championship sides to see how we compete 
before we get relegated back to that division, maybe what what uh, League One sides are left in it? Oh God, America's team Wrexham are still left in the cup. They'll thrash Shrewsbury five nil. Paul Mullen have five goals. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney will be there and. Let's go on for an FA Cup. I'd love to get them again. Um, I don't know, just something to give me hope. Because if we don't have any hope in the league. And who knows, you could go in the FA Cup fourth round and get stuffed by by uh, Middlesbrough 4-0, and, and that'll snuff out every hope I have. But it, it's fun playing in this competition. I love the FA Cup third round, as I spoke to yesterday. I've watched damn near every game that's been played in this third round, and it's been a, a pretty enthralling uh, day. Not many upsets in the FA Cup, but I mean it's it's all it's all fun in the cup, and 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 that's what we have to play for this year. And hopefully, we can get you know maybe advance through the fourth or fifth round, um, maybe the the sixth round. I don't know. It is. We're not going to win the FA Cup, as as Matt said. You guys weren't going to win the FA Cup. It, it's at some point we're going to get paired against a, a big six side to get knocked out in the the almost big six FA Cup. I don't know quarterfinals, semifinals can can take place, and and they can hash it out between the the billionaire sides. But it, it's it's what gets you up on a. a uh, FA Cup weekend is, is just having hope that your side's going to win the the might have a chance to win the fixture. Yeah, Alex. Um, I think the, I think the learning curve that we can probably take from this afternoon is that the Sheffield were, 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 Sheffield United were clinical in both boxes. Um, I know from from obviously a defensive point of view they were shaky a, a few times, but they were certainly cl- clinical at the other end and. And when they play possession football, they play with with pace um, and and energy. Um, do you feel, from a point of view, that is exactly what Jules can probably take out this afternoon? Is that obviously this style of play that Clements wants to play with his with his team? Um, I feel at times that it's somewhat too slow to get going. Um, certainly, when we've got the ball down. But obviously, if you look at Sheffield United, like, granted, they've got they've got better players but there's no reason why we can't play with with pace and energy and a, and a high high intensity do you think that's probably what we can take out of this afternoon is that for us to play with a bit more a, a, just a, a bit more forward thinking high intensity energy we saw it last week at Colchester where we we had that 20 minute spell um but yeah do you think that's probably what Jules could probably take out this afternoon yeah, I mean, in terms of learning, learning curves, it's, it's huge. Because as you, you've hit the nail literally right on the head in terms of every time they went forward, they were a threat. They were moving that ball quickly. Oli Norwood, when he got on the ball, it weren't five, six, seven touches like we see sometimes Dom have or Mahoney have when he gets the ball. It was moved quickly and it was moved out to a position where they were making more space. And when they were shuffling us over, they were doing it quickly. This is the biggest thing that was the difference between the two sides is when they was in those areas, it wasn't taking two or three minutes to get the ball out your feet and pass it, or to, um, sorry, about 20 seconds to get the ball out your feet, not two or three minutes. Um, 
it was moved quick from side to side, shuffling us about, and that's where the mistakes come from. We've got League Two defenders shuffling about and a ball that's being moved quickly, and it's not even just the, you know, the pace they're moving the ball, it's the power behind the pass. Sometimes our passes are, you know, they're, they're dribbling along the floor to the other player. Get it across, put it into their feet, you know, test their touch, trust their touch, and get it, get things moving quicker. We've actually probably learnt more out of this game losing it than we would have won winning it. Because winning it, we would have, yeah, it would have been great, you know, fourth round tie, fantastic. But by losing it, we've lost to a side that I think have a pretty similar style of play to what we want to do going forward and shown us exactly how it should be done. Yeah, they're Premier League and yeah, they've got Premier League players, but there's no reason we can't replicate that to some extent by just moving, just by taking that one thing, by moving the ball quicker. Um, I think that really showed, showed today in our chances as well. There's one where I think Nichols actually handballs it, but if he just gets that out of his feet quicker and takes a shot, there's a potential goal there. Connor Mahoney's one that blocks. The ball's dribbling into him when he gets it. If that goes into him faster, he gets more space to get that touch out of his feet. If he gets his shot off quicker, then it goes in. You know what I mean? Everything just needs to be that sort of half a second faster for us. And I think that's probably the biggest learning we can take off Sheffield today. Yeah, bang on the money, mate. Um, yeah, Matt, do you do you, do you go along with that? It's it's the fact of sometimes you 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 learn, you you take out, you try and take your positives out of it, and 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 um and take away what what you need to take away from it, and then and then move on. Yeah, well, look, as I said, with a game like today, you know, yeah, as much as it would have been great to win and and move on and potentially got one of the big boys away from home and us all had a nice day out. We were never going to win the league. And as long as you say win the cups, right? And as long as you can take what you've learned from today onto those games. I mean, look, as Alex said, the way that they were picking the ball around, that is what we are aiming to do. So we can look at what they did today when we watch back the game and our players can go, well, hang on, that's how Premier League players did it. Then maybe we can do the same. And look, we had moments against that team. Unfortunately, the ball didn't fall in the back of the net and like, you can't come closer than that Max Amar header. And, you know, as I said, had that gone in, who knows? It, it, things could have been different. But if we can take what, you know, yes, we lost 4-0. But if we can take, you know, the, the, the positives from this defeat and take it into the league, then look, potentially good things can still happen this season. Yeah, Alex. Um, from from I, I know we it's hard to take take it out of a game in in a cup game where it's just sort of a one off tie and and if you win it then great you've you've beaten the you've beaten a top side on the day if you lose it then then whatever it's it's a case of uh, well we've we've either not really <clears throat> not really laid a glove on them or or we've been okay or. Or we've had our chances, what ifs and maybes or whatever. But it's very, very difficult to take it out of a cup tie. If you can take out of two or three things that you can take out this afternoon that we need to take back into the league now and for the rest of January, what what would it be? Uh, one, move the ball quicker. Two, see, as you say, it's a cup tie. It's tough, but. The main one is move the ball quicker. Um, and then I guess the other one for me is, and it's a Clements thing, and I'm please 
don't think for a second that I'm going at him. I'm fully behind him, but I think today he got his substitutions wrong. So it's making those better decisions when you're looking at your bench. I don't know if anyone in that ground's looked at that game and gone, you know what we need? We need Tom Nichols and Jaden Clark to come on. I think they were probably the wrong decisions and ultimately were our, our biggest downfall. Um, and then it is just being more clinical. You know, you've got to look at those chances and think, we should have scored. That's that's the biggest thing we, we, we take out of today is those chances, they're the type of chances you've got to score in the league, in the cup, in a friendly. You've got to be taking those chances. Yeah, Red Arf, Sheffield, we'll bring, you, we'll bring you back in, mate. You obviously mentioned our American owners. Um, yeah, it's obviously around just over a year today um, that that they 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 took over. Um, yeah, what what from your from your point of view that you've seen, obviously today at at, at the ground, the full the full ground, the atmosphere, or whatever else. Um, yeah, what from your point of view, what's your opinion on on what they've done since they've 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 come in? I mean, I'd say it, it, the the ground was full. It was a a crazy atmosphere. I mean, everything you could everything you could hope for for an FA Cup upset. Um, did not know you guys had open end grounds where there was no covering over the supporters behind the goals. Um, but no, it it, it showed that. Your owner has a plan, albeit, you know, his plan to get you out of League Two is probably his main focus. Yeah, if you make a run in in the cup, that's okay. Now that's that's gone in 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 that's for next year. Um not sure if you guys are still in the EFL or the what is it called the the pizza yeah, trophy. trophy no we're out yeah, of that, that either we're out of that as well <laughs> well so it's all up to the league now and i mean all emphasis going on promotion to get the league one because in in all of my years of following the EFL the highest i've ever seen in Gillingham is is uh league one um but i think there's something to build on for the future of Jills and if the owner goes about it sensibly, there's no reason why Jules couldn't get out of this this fourth division. And you know, obviously, this is this league this year is diluted by the likes of Stockport and Knotts County in Wrexham. The the I guess you can call them the the big spenders of, of the fourth division. And then you have Mansfield that just, I don't know what Mansfield are right now. I mean, they, they've only lost one game all season. Yeah, I, I guess they're the outliers in, in this division. Um, but I mean, certainly if you guys don't, don't achieve promotion this year. Wow. Swansea just, Oh, they just went wide. Um, if you guys don't achieve promotion this year, I don't know why it wouldn't be on the cards for next year to get the big spenders out of this division and hope the likes of, of Stockport and Wrexham in, in 
Knotts County get out of this division and, and then make it more competitive because I think it, it almost waters down League Two in, in the years that I've, I've seen because I, I, I don't know if this is going to make any upset anybody, but the first EFL club that I started supporting when, when I found out about the EFL was South End United. Now look at they're, they're in 15th in the, in the National League just beating Halifax Town today. But this this league is a a hard division to get out of, and I think it's the toughest division to get out of in the top four, because albeit this year, you know, they're going to say Wrexham have have come through and and just uh, barnstorm this division, and you know Stockport came up short last year, and Knotts County having big spenders. Yeah, this year's going to be the one off where where these big name uh, sides go up, but. There's no reason for next year if if Jills aren't able to achieve the playoffs to to go up in in the playoffs or automatically next year. If the owner spends well and, and buys players and in, improves this team, hell, we're only in January. Who knows if the owner goes out and in and, and, and spends well this month? Why not promotion? Why not automatic promotion for Jills? I'll certainly be be honing in on every game. The rest of the season, Jills have to play because the fact that they have an American owner in, in you know, I'm intrigued to see what they do and how he how he spends in this month and, and how he improves the side to, to see how you you guys knock on. And, you know, I mean, I, I'd, I'd probably be probably be slighting you guys if, if I was saying that promotion or or the playoffs wouldn't be the end-all be-all for this year so I hope you guys are able to achieve it and and and, you know get back into league one appreciate that thank you very very much and uh yeah I I guess um I guess we yeah we we definitely wish Sheffield United all all the best for for the the rest of the season um yeah Alex I guess yeah in in a way um it's a it's a full circle this afternoon hasn't it for the for the Gallinsons, their their first home, their first game when they took over last year was Leicester, who were then a Premier League side in the FA Cup, um, full circle year round, um, and it's a yeah, it's another, it's another Premier League side. Um, yeah, how would how how do you think the Gallinsons would would sum up um, their their full circle of that year in charge, heading into what is yeah, I guess another another important January window but not as important as it was last year trying to save ourselves in the Football League um, I mean I think they they look at it positively I definitely do I think most Jules fans do um, has there been mistakes along the way I think so I think they'd be the first to hold their hands up and say that but I'd say I mean, the word I'd use to describe it is magical because what, what's happened over the last year has been, but it's a work in progress. Let's not get carried away and think by any means of the imagination their journey's done, this team is complete. It's, it's not. We're still a work in progress and that's ultimately what, as fans, we need to understand and, and fully back whatever they're going to do. This This window is huge for us but in a very different way to what it was when they first came in as you mentioned it was you know let's get players in that are going to keep this team in the league and that's exactly what they did this 
time round, it's a bit more tactical. It's what do we really need to complete this team, to complete this this squad, to get us out of this league? Can we get this? You know, I think we all know that it's a twenty goal a season striker that we need, or at this point, even a ten goal a season striker, someone that's going to put the ball in the back of the net. Um, you know, can we get the right man? Can we pick the right one? Um, and going a bit more tactically about it rather than quantity. It's quality over quantity now. And they did it right last time. There's no reason they won't do it right this time. Yeah, let's read out the comments then. Just before we do, a massive thank you to um, our other sponsors for the rest of this season, at least. Grit Consultancy, you'll obviously notice that they are on the back of the shorts um, of all of the kits at the football club and they've um they are also podcast sponsors as well so yeah visit gritconsultancy.com um yeah for all for all uh, your it services so thank you to grit consultancy let's read out the comments then that we've had this evening before we do um we do head off um david christie said think nanderson has had long enough and just doesn't look like scoring time for nichols or bond to get another chance if a, if a new body isn't coming in yet Average Jules said, need someone to create chances as well as goal scorer. Not as simple as just signing a 20-goal scorer. In my opinion, hope I'm wrong, though. Uh, yeah, Jules Stats said, uh, yeah, won seven of his 13 area Jules, uh, referring to Ollie Hawkins. Um, he also said, Alec, actually agreed to a dis- uh, actually agreed to a degree with Alex, I will say. Just us as fans can help more when we go behind. The players' head drops, but so do ours. It is almost as if the whole ground gives up the second we go behind. It's a rut we need to get out of. Um, yeah, there's there's League Two. Uh, Johnson said there's League Two finishing and there's Premiership finishing. Say no more. If one of ours had gone in, it might have been a different game. Signs of good things to come. Hawkins will be the difference. Just need to find him a partner up front. Um, yeah, Matt. I guess. I guess is it is it uh, obviously the the question about the window and whatever else. And Alex says about potentially need just a a ten goal scorer. Um, people saying that we. Um, we we don't just need a goal scorer. We need we need someone to create a chance. I think personally, we're creating enough chances. The amount of balls that are getting flashed into the box, across the face of goal, pulled back, and we just haven't got the people there to stick it in the back of the net. What I I think personally, Matt, we, it's going to be very very hard to buy it by someone that can stick stick the ball in the back back of the net in terms of on a regular basis because a, a team isn't going to let someone like that go. For for a good amount of money that we can afford, so we're gonna to have to be smart with our recruitment, aren't we? I think I think ultimately, when it comes to looking for somebody who can put the ball in the back of the net, I mean, first off, the last three league games we've played, uh, we had created fifty five chances or just over fifty five chances and scored what was it two goals, so. Yes, we are creating the chances. I don't believe we need any more creative midfielders or or anything else like that. We just need somebody to put the ball in the back of the net. And the two options we have are going into the lower leagues and, you know, looking at maybe somebody from the National League South or National League. But again, that's going to cost us a little bit of money. Or we're going to have to break our own transfer record of, what was it, half a million pounds on Kyle Saba or whatever it was, all those moons back. And... And, you know, spend the money on someone like a, a, a Johnson Clark Harris and, and try and lure him into League Two. But whatever way we do it, we can't just go, you know, look, all jokes aside, you know, if even if Ronaldo was available, 
is he going to come and fit into our Gillingham team? Is he the right fit for our Gillingham team? That's the key thing. Because we want this player to come in and hit the ground running. And if he's got a certain personality that's not going to fit with the Gillingham ethics, the Gillingham style, the Gillingham way of life, then do we want to go out and spend and break the budget on him? Even if he's going to put the ball in the back of the net, he might only be here for six months. We need to make sure that whoever we're buying, we're not just thinking about this season, but we're thinking about what potentially could happen next season. Because... Look, as, as much as I want to believe that Gillingham can get out of the league this year, this league is so tight that I think anyone down in like, I think it's like 17th place potentially has still has the opportunity to get into the playoffs because there's only about six or seven points separating that. So this league is extremely tough. So if we don't go up this year, we need to make sure that next year we've got an attacking force that are going to hit the ground running and be able to put the ball in the back of the net. But... Coming to that, look, if we can go out and get a 20-goal-a-season striker that's going to get out of this league, and that, that is coming from a championship or a league one team above us, then brilliant, because we'll be pretty much ready then to go for next season if we manage to get out of it, the league this year. But it, it's key that whoever we buy, as I said, they've got to be the right fit for us. We can't just go out and buy somebody just because you know, they're a free agent or because they've scored 30 goals this season or or anything like that. If they don't fit the club ethos, then we can't buy them. OK. Yeah, go on, Red Half. I think you've got your hand up. Just to, to you guys, what... At, at the end of the season, I just looked up, you played Doncaster last game of the season. What would be a success for you guys, considered a success? Playoffs? Are you okay with tenth? And and if if Jills do spend in the January transfer window, if you get a couple of players through the door that you lot like, does that increase the chances of maybe we can win this in the in the playoffs come come the end of May? What what are your guys' honest expectations for Jills at the end of the season? I mean, I, I can tell you from, from my point, point of view, had we still had Neil Harris in charge at this point, then, and we were where we are, you know, I would be, well, been calling for his head and I would have expected at least playoffs. But before Neil Harris had gone, I was expecting us to go up automatically. But with Stephen Clements in charge, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence in the thinking that if, yes, we should aim to try and get into the playoffs. But if, but if we miss out just by, you know, a, a couple of points or, or whatever, you know, we miss out on the last day of the season, I'd go, OK, we've had an OK season, fair enough. But, you know, the, all, all, all Jules fans will tell you, you know, there was a lot of hype in the summer, a lot of, play, you know, a lot of other, you know, people were talking us up. I think at one point, you know, we were second or third favourites to get promoted. Uh, and then we've had this unfortunate sort of awful spell of not being able to put the ball in the back of the net. I think if that changes, if we can get something or if something happens in this month of January where we're able to start getting the ball in the back of the net, I think uh, playoffs is an absolute minimum that we would need to expect. Mm. Uh, Alex, what's your opinion on that? Um, I said it before the season. I still think it now I think playoffs I'd be happy with even if it's just a run in the playoffs not necessarily going up um, as long as I see 
the building blocks of a team that can go and take this league by storm next season. I said it on a podcast before the season and a lot of people didn't agree with me then, but I think a lot more will now in terms of if you look at Stockport, yeah, they had heartbreak in the playoff final. But look at them now. If we are, but that's because you could see their style of play. They had everything in place. If we're in a position that where we've got everything in place, we can see a clear style of what we want to achieve and how Clements is getting these boys to play, which I think we are starting to see, I'd be more than happy with the run in the playoffs. Okay, 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 cool. Um, all right, well, um, we're finished off there tonight. Thanks to um, Red Half and Sheffield, all the best of the rest, the rest of the season. Um, even even if and if and when you do, you end up getting relegated um, this season. I really do wish you all the best next season to get, try and get yourself back into the Premier League, which would be really, really good, and then give it a good go the following year. And thanks to Alex and Matt for joining me this evening. Yes, the duels are out of the FA Cup for another year. Um, obviously, a third round time um, of asking again. Um, so yeah, massive, um, massive congratulations to Sheffield for for making the next round and all all the best for them to the rest of the competition. But for Jules, it's up on to Accrington Stanley next weekend as the Jules look to put um, that promotion race back on the cards. Let's hope so. Good night, up the Jules.